Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Today's topic is this, fight for silence. Sit back and relax, and let's get started. So I've got a new experience, which is the task of recording an audiobook. So I am in the process of recording the audible version or audiobook version of The Sales War. And I, uh, I had a studio booked and I had uh, I have an engineer ready to, to kind of do the, the audio editing. But at the last minute, I realized that, and after discussion discussing with the, uh, st- the audio engineer, I actually had equipment that was on par with what they had. So I was actually able to save myself, or at least what I thought, save myself some time and perhaps some money by recording this at my home studio. And I thought, great, that's great. I'll have back and record in the morning and record at night. I don't have to book scheduled studio time. I don't have to drive there. There's all these great benefits of just being able to be here in my space and record. But uh, I have discovered one key thing, which is unlike actually the podcast, and occasionally you may hear background noises, probably most of the time not, the settings that you need to use for an audiobook have are much more sensitive than, than what I use to record for the podcast. And those sensitive settings pick up all kinds of things. And when I, if you use a monitor, if you use earphones and you're listening back to what you're actually recording, which I normally don't during podcasts, but on this you do with an audiobook, you start to realize that as quiet as it may be, or as you may think it is in, in your space, there's actually a lot of sounds that are still there. It, it's amazing how, how not quiet it is when you try to get really, really quiet. Have you ever noticed that? Like when, whenever you have a moment of silence or stillness in your day that we often will try to fill it immediately, like we can't just be still with it, we'll go, oh, I've got an extra minute. I'll, I'll, I'll see what's happening on, uh, on social media. I'll see what the, what's going on with the news. I've got to somehow fill the vacuum of that, si- that silence with something. I can't just be still. Well, I found that like there's a there's a physical metaphor of that going on right now, which I'm I'm trying to create a a place of pure silence to record this book, and I'm found that it's very difficult to do, because when the sensitivity of the microphone goes up, it picks up the it picks up the late night flight coming in to land at Love Field in Dallas, Texas, or it picks up. Uh, a neighbor's barking dog two houses away or picks up the pool the the pump for the pool uh outside you know 100 feet away behind multiple walls it picks up the vibration of it it picks up the hum of the lights in my office there's all this sound that is still filling what i thought would be silence and so i started considering this like what is you know, first of all, what am I going to do? Well, I realized that if I want to record it, I'm going to have to record this at the same time as I wrote it, the same times that I wrote it. Normally, I would write the book somewhere around 3.30 to 6.30, 7.30 a.m. Ultimately, uh, that was the time slot that it was quiet enough, literally, for me to write. Well, I've discovered that that's probably the place that it's quiet enough to record the audio book as well. 
it's not an easy pocket to get into 3.30 a.m. Um, it, there's resistance to getting to it, but I, I found that that's, that's likely where I'm going to have to go to get the time and space necessary to capture the entirety of the book on audio. So, so that's, that's on that part. But what I, what I found is that as I was investigating this is that is something about the nature of silence, which is A, how truly rare it is, and B, how usually if the silence is getting filled, it's getting filled by noise that mankind is making. Um, <laughs> whether it's the airplane, the dog, the pool pump, whatever, right? It's uh, for, strangely, I, it, my microphone did not pick up the frogs. It didn't didn't pick up the birds. It didn't pick up the uh, the the the, the uh, cicadas even. It just picked up the man-made sounds. And so I started investigating further about this word silence. I looked it up in uh, in scripture. Like, how many times is it used? Where is it used? What what is what is said about it? And uh, what I discovered is that most of the time when the word silence is used in Scripture, it's usually to silence. It's, 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 a, it's a command or it's an action. Like it's the, the, it's the uh, cessation of talking, usually. In other words, like I silenced him, right? Or be silent. It's to stop talking is usually the command in, in whenever this is used in Scripture. And, and in considering that, I realized that in order to hear God talking, we would be better served to just silence ourselves. God is not a silent God. God is always talking. He's always communicating. Uh, if we can't hear him, it's usually because we're talking. And or we're filling the space that he's giving us with sound or with distraction or with uh, anything that is, that, is, that is not of him. And uh, this plays out in sales too, right? This plays out in sales. Uh, a dear friend and mentor of mine, Rory Clark, he said, he gave me, <laughs> many years ago, he said, uh, if you want to get rich, uh, stop talking. Actually, his phrase was, shut up and get rich. Well, uh, the idea, the principle behind this is that uh, while you're talking, there's a good chance that for the most part, you are ruining your sale because the sale is made in creating a pocket of silence for the other person. Why do we create this silence? Because it is so rare for most people to experience. It's so rare for someone to ask you a question and then when they ask the question, they don't try to give you the answer or then try to give you a solution. Uh, there's, there's, it's so rare to just for someone to create a pocket of silence in the, in the moments that follow a question. And this is what the most, the best salespeople are masters at. In fact, this is, this is one of the chapters in the book, The Sales War. It's called The Weapon of Presence. And really what it is is the art and science of creating pockets of silence for other people so that they can discover and have their own revelations. Because at the end of the day, ultimately, it's their own revelations of where they want to go that our job as business development or salespeople is to help them get there. That's our job. Not to, uh, you know, 
push what we have on them, but to help them figure out and see where they really want to go. But it's so hard on a day-to-day basis. Most of us are completely filled up with noise that doesn't give us any time to discover like what's what do I really need to hear? What, where do I really want to go? What is my real desired outcome? And so my question for you right now would be, where, where right now in your life do you need to fight for some silence? In other words, where do you need to be willing to be vicious about protecting the space for yourself, first of all? Uh, but then number two, in doing that, being able to practice the reps necessary so that you could potentially create space and silence for someone else with the objective that whatever comes into that silence is going to be divine. Is it perhaps in your morning routine? Do you fill it up with social media and noise? Do when you first wake up and God gives you that blank slate first thing in the morning, do you fill it up with uh, the noise of the world? The ideas, the fears, the anxieties, the, uh, the chaos in the minds of others. All it takes is for you to turn on LinkedIn for a second or Facebook or, uh, or Instagram, Twitter. What You pick your, pick your poison. It's going to be filled with things that have been built specifically to trigger you, most, most likely with fear or anxiety. And have you considered that protecting that space is one of the most powerful things you can do? Or perhaps uh, it's the willingness to make yourself not talk after you ask a client or a prospect a question. Can you do that? It's tough, especially if they, you think there might be a sale, sale in, a pending sale. Uh, it's a very self-focused thing to speak into that space that could be for the other person. Or perhaps it's, just in, uh, in being willing to create some space and silence for you to hear what God has for you. I don't want to do that. It's, uh, it's, I don't have enough time. Have you considered that it's not that you don't have enough time, it's that you don't have time not to. So my encouragement this week is to ask yourself the question, where this week am I going to fight for silence? Where this week am I going to guard that silence? Where this week am I going to be still and listen and know that I'm not alone and I can make others feel the same way? That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. If you want to go deeper in in the topics on this podcast, go to thesaleswar.com. Also, check out The Sales War on Amazon and uh, available July 5th on uh, all mediums. Thank you so much for listening. Share this up with someone you feel like might get value. More to come.